Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Going to have a conversation here uh, about Gaza, what's going on in the Middle East. We haven't talked about that in the last little while. There was some conversation, there was some discussion that was going on about trying to end the violence. Doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon. No major breakthrough in Cairo after the U.S. led a new round of talks on a Gaza ceasefire and hostage release deal with Israel and regional partners. Sources here in Jerusalem say gaps remain and that the talks will continue. One sticking point, the high number of jailed Palestinians Hamas is demanding Israel free in exchange for each Israeli hostage that is released. That ratio may be as high as 100 to 1. Jordana Miller, ABC News, Jerusalem. So not a lot of progress uh, being made, if any at all. And uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on the weekend saying, no, we will continue with our operation. Of course, that operation began hours after Hamas terrorists attacked Israel back October 7th now. Uh, more than four months ago. Uh, and in the weeks and months that have followed, scores of Palestinians have been killed and injured, forced from their homes, essentially, you know, on the run for their lives. Um, life will never be the same for thousands and thousands of people in that region. The very building blocks of society, we haven't talked much about this, we're going to now, though, have been destroyed. And that includes the education system. And there's a lot that goes into that. So we're going to speak now with Chadni Desai, who is an assistant professor of education at the University of Toronto. Uh, Chadni, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is a really interesting um, aspect of this conflict that you focused on in a piece that you recently wrote in Globe and Mail. Uh, sorry, not in Globe and Mail, the conversation. Um, so just let's talk about the situation. When it comes to the educational systems, the institutions, uh, the knowledge you know, systems that are in place in Gaza, have they been spared in this conflict or have they been targeted? I mean, absolutely. They they have been targeted. In fact, um, the current policy has been on annihilation of the education system. Um, the policy has shifted away from um, simply just attacking institutions, uh, but now it's it's about the total annihilation of these academic institutions. And I can say more in terms of you know statistics. Uh, at this point, every major Palestinian University in Gaza has been bombed and has been destroyed. Um, some have partial damage, but for the most part, they've been destroyed. And these are the Islamic University of Gaza, Al-Azhar, Al-Quds Open University, the University College of Applied Sciences, University of Palestine, Al-Isra University that was blown up on live stream for people to see. The entire thing was de- detonated after it was used for 70 days as an Israeli military barrack. Then you have the University of Gaza, the Al-Aqsa University, that was also recently used as a military barrack and people were executed that were sheltering in the little remains of the buildings that 
had uh, still been standing. And then you have the Palestine Technical College, Palestine College of Nursing, Arab College of Applied Sciences, and the major teaching hospital that was part of the Alexa University was also bombed and destroyed. So at this point, we have every major university bombed and destroyed. We have 370 schools that have been damaged and destroyed. We have 90,000 Palestinian university students that can't attend university. And we have over 100 professors, academics and scientists that were professors, deans, presidents of universities that have been targeted and killed. And, you know, many were given warnings that we are coming to kill you. Um, And where were they going to go? And Mm -hmm. so... Part of this is a systematic targeting of the education system. And the term that scholars are using right now is the term scholasticide to describe uh, this uh, current attack on the education system. So why? What's um, what's the goal? Uh, Like you say, scholasticide, it's it's a known phenomenon. And and, and like you say, people are talking about it. What's what's the end goal? What's the, the reasoning behind it? You mean why scholasticide for Israel? Yeah, why, why would Israel, as part of their campaign, be focused on education systems and, and the like? Well, education systems are how societies build themselves up. You know, you, it's, it, after a war, it's the educated people, right, that rebuild a society. They, they develop the plans for reconstruction. They would provide the plans for, you know, retraining all of the people that have been killed in this war, right? We have hundreds of journalists that have been targeted and killed, thousands of healthcare workers that have been targeted and killed. Um, and, and every sector, you know, when we look in every sector of the Palestinian society, um, now the numbers are over 35,000 people that have been killed. To, 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 to basically rebuild that society, you can't rebuild it without the education system, right? That's where you would engage in the training of a new generation. And so attacking that system is fundamental to making sure that, you know, Gaza becomes unlivable, not just in terms mm-hmm. of the destruction of the homes and, you know, the infrastructure, but if you actually destroy the systems that a society needs to survive, healthcare, you know, education, um, schools, other, other, other social services, it becomes uninhabitable. And I mean, if we look at, you know, um, the history of this, uh, this is not new. And in, in the article in the conversation, I take it back to showing how you know, Israel did this in 1948 when it, you know, conducted the Nakba and then its state was created. It, it did the same thing to Palestinian education at that point. It did it in 1967. It did it in 1982 when the Palestinian Liberation Organization had major schools and, and education infrastructures and archives and, you know, knowledge production and, and libraries and all of this in, in Lebanon and Beirut. That was targeted and we're seeing that again. And in fact, in the context of Palestine, the education system has been targeted and attacked. It's not just October 7th. It's been ongoing for a very long time. But the kind of targeting we see in Gaza right now in this war, what we are seeing is that it is now, scholasticide has become an aspect of what the ICJ is calling plausibly a genocide. In reading your piece and in hearing you talk, I, I, I can't help but see the similarities to what we've been talking about in this country when we talk about residential schools and you know and sort of removal of that piece of our society the parallels are obvious aren't they absolutely i mean if we actually think about the residential school system here right like 
So, you know, for me as a scholar, I think about settler, the, the concept of settler colonialism, right? Where indigenous people that have lived in the land, you have settlers that come and part of the logic is to eliminate those settlers, sometimes by killing, sometimes by assimilating them. In the Canadian context, those that weren't killed, they were assimilated through the residential school system, right? A lot of Indigenous people were taken out of their homes. They were put in these, you know, church-run and state-run residential schools. And basically the Native or the Indian, as Indigenous people would say, was ripped out. So the cultural aspect of the Native was killed. And in a sense, they had to assimilate with, you know, North American or Canadian, um, you know, values, but also... Uh, you know, had to had to take on Christianity. And so in many ways, right, when we see the legacy of residential schools, the way schooling was used as a way to actually erase one culture and put another culture or impose another culture onto a people, in a sense, this is what the targeting of education is about, right? It's in a sense, um, in, in the Palestinian case, because Palestinians have a very, very strong cultural identity, a very strong national identity because they've been separated across borders, um, targeting, you know, cultural heritage, archives, libraries, Palestinian knowledge production, history. It becomes really important because that's the way you kind of attempt to eliminate, um, you know, the Palestinian identity out of the Palestinian through through these mechanisms. So I do see a major connection in, in what happened with the residential schools here vis-a-vis sort of how Canada enacted what, you know, it it was called cultural genocide when the TRC, when the Truth and Reconciliation Commission investigations were conducted, the Attorney General in Canada did say it was cultural genocide. And in Palestine, we see that right now being enacted, but it is just beyond, you know, cultural genocide. This is, this is in fact something the ICJ is trying to prevent Mm -hmm. and is asking Israel to halt its invasion but at this stage i mean if we look at how much destruction has already happened um when we think about the palestinian education system it is going to take decades decades to build that back but also not just in terms of building it back it's like where are the resources this is billions and billions of dollars of damage that has been done how are we going to rebuild this place back right and and a lot of the the educated class has been targeted and killed. So it, this is a this is a massive, massive issue. And um, let's hope, right, that they, they're not fully annihilated before the world stops this. Yeah, it's a really, really interesting uh, piece of this rather ugly puzzle. Um, Chandni, thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate your time.